Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now, you're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. What makes Mike Florio the expert? You're about to find out. This is Pro Football Talk Live with Mike Florio on NBC Sports Radio. It's a Thursday edition of Pro Football Talk Live, NBC Sports Radio, NBCSN. And, you know, we, we had a little fun on that little two-minute thing that we do at the top of the hour as the TV show and the radio clock get on the same page. I, I do have some good news for those of you out there who wonder what in the hell we're talking about. Although if you're watching on TV, it's not going to matter. That, that, that disconnect ends next Wednesday because NBC Sports Radio goes offline as of Tuesday. So it's just going to be a TV show. Wow. We're not going anywhere. We're still here. You're just hearing this now? Are you not aware the radio show goes away? As of Tuesday, I, I, did you not know? Well, that? I did not know. I knew that, that it was going away. I did not realize it was happening this week. So that or next week. That that's news to me. Yeah. So as of next Wednesday, we can start the show and we can keep talking. We don't have to we don't have to like go two minutes and then here comes the radio audience. And look, the podcast will still be available. A lot of people listen to the show via podcast and and there are other ways that the show is going to be available in audio format live. It's just, it's a change. It's an adjustment. But one of the big adjustments will be that uh, the fun that we have at the top of the show, we won't have to repeat it. We won't, you won't have to wonder why in the hell we're laughing. If you're hearing the audio in some other setting, uh, you will have heard it all and seen it all on NBCSN plus the podcast that we Produce. All right. It is a Thursday edition of Pro Football Talk Live, as previously mentioned. And there are things still happening in the NFL, even though all facilities are closed. Um, off we go with free agency still unfolding and the draft, Chris, four weeks away from today. 
It's going to be here before we know it where teams are making these draft picks. So uh, we'll be talking about that and some other things coming up. Chris's evaluation of Jordan Love. We had Chris's top five quarterbacks in the draft yesterday. We didn't get to Jordan Love in much detail. So we're going to have a segment coming up where Chris tells you what he likes about him. He is number three on Chris's quarterback rankings ahead of Tua Tonga-Vailoa. But in Tampa Bay, where they got the quarterback they wanted, the guy who was number one on their list, Tom Brady, they're bringing back a guy who was the second overall pick in the 2010 draft. It was last May, late May, right around Memorial Day weekend that Ndamukong Suh signed with the Buccaneers the first time around after the Buccaneers dumped Gerald McCoy. This time, Chris reportedly bringing him back on a one-year, $8 million deal. He is staying put along with Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul. We know how Bruce Arians feels about that defense and how it can continue to improve, which will make it a lot easier for the offense. But uh, your thoughts on Sue sticking around in Tampa Bay for one more year? Well, I, I just can't help but to think about this front seven in Tampa. And, you know, first off, and that's what uh, I think appealed probably to, to Tom Brady. And, and of course, the, the big thing is when you got it, I mean, just listen, listen to the names alone. Vita Villa, right? Uh, Vita Villa, am I saying that right? Yes, Vita Villa. Vita Villa. Vita Villa. Yes. Vita Villa is a game wrecker to be. He is going to become a household name this year. And then you got Adama Sue, and then you said Shaquille Barrett, and then it's JPP on the other side of defense end, and it's Levante David and De- Devin White at middle linebacker. I mean, when you talk about that group right there, because most games are played in nickel personnel where there's only two linebackers in the field, that is impressive. And to me, the thing that jumps out more than anything was the number one run defense in football. But I think this is things where you got to make sure this defense is good, especially early on in the season. And we'll see what the schedule looks like. But a good defense is going to help Tom Brady and that offense come around. If things come off to a little bit of a slow start, they're not going to have the pressure of, you know, oh, man, we got to go out there and score 28 points in week one or we can't win a football game. No, you, you would hope that the Buccaneers defense improves this year. And they could play a style of football at least early on to where Tom Brady doesn't have to carry the team in a, in a new organization and a new system and getting used to all these new things. And it gives them a little bit of a wiggle room as far as that's concerned. Where do we think Sue is right now, though? Ten years removed from when he was drafted by the Lions. He had the big money contract with the Miami Dolphins. They got to the point where they decided they weren't getting the return on the investment they made. He ended up with the Rams. The Rams were frustrated about his pass rush skills when they put him on the outside. That's what prompted them to trade for Dante Fowler Jr. during the 2018 season. Rams didn't try to re-sign him. He lands with Tampa Bay. What did you see from him last year? What does he have left in comparison to the best that we used to see of Ndamukong Sue? Yeah, well, those days are gone. I mean, Ndamukong Sue was one of those guys, Mike, that we would have put in, like, you know, the upper tier of F the play up in his prime of his career. You know, and then special in his prime of his career, not only because he could be disruptive, but also had the size and strength to hold double teams and you couldn't move him inside. So he's almost a run stopper combined with a disruptor at the same time. That's why he was the second pick of the draft. He was special that way. Now, this day and age, no, you don't see a ton of disruption. That's the one thing I'd say you, you're seeing to escape out of his game, but still has incredible strength, never really loses battles, Mike. I mean, that's the one thing when I look at Sue on film or watch him, you know, I'm big into when you lose a battle with a guard or a double team, what's it look like? And his losses are stalemates where he just doesn't get moved and he stays there. Now, you know, back in the old days, he might have broke through the double team and made a tackle or whatever. Now he can hold his ground. 
And still, there's value in that. So he's a really good player. And when he wants to turn it on and it's a big situation, you know, he has that veteran ability to kind of raise it up a notch, like we saw with the Rams in the playoffs a few years ago. And that's right. And and you know what? I had forgotten about that, that when he was in the chase for his first championship ring, we saw a higher level of performance from a Dominican right. Sioux than we had during the regular season. And, you know, here comes Tom Brady. And we've talked about how he's going to affect a locker room, how he's going to affect a culture. He's been around 20 years. He's seen guys get their buttons pressed. He's going to come up with ways to press the buttons of Indomitian Sioux to get more out of Sioux from week one to week 16, not just wild card round, divisional round, championship round, Super Bowl, if they get that far. And it's not that he's going to be doing it on. It's just it's going to be natural. It's part of the natural competition that oozes from Tom Brady every day. And that is one of the things that I think is going to coax more out of Indomitian Sioux. He's never been around a quarterback like this. No, Mike, it's it's a great point. And it's something that, you know, in my time in New England, uh, that really jumped out to me. Now, I didn't get to be on the practice field a whole lot when I was working up there. I was usually stuck in my dungeon breaking down film. But when I did go out, Brady has a great way of raising the competition level in practice. You know, first off, he loves football. And Brady is that kind of guy that'll talk some crap and, oh, yeah, you like that laser? I'm throwing lasers today. And It'll, it'll bring up the whole football team as far as their intensity for practices. And as you know, when you practice better, you usually end up playing better when you put day after day after day together. And that is the beauty of what Brady's going to do. Nobody on that team has seen anything like Tom Brady right now. And uh, I think they're all going to look at it and go, man, uh, I might have been slacking my whole career compared to this guy. I need to raise my game. No wonder he's one of the greatest of all time. Bruce Arians, the coach of the Buccaneers, has been making the rounds. And one of the things that came up yesterday, there were some in the media that got smitten with this idea that once Tom Brady agrees to terms with the Buccaneers, it's going to be like an NBA team where all these free agents flock to Tampa to be with Tom Brady. And it really hasn't happened. I mean, there ha- like Joe Haig, who? Like there haven't been a lot of, of free agents who have – chosen the Buccaneers in the past week. One of the things Arian said yesterday, we had some guys call, but there's only so much money that can go around. And look, that, that I just don't know that there's a, a laundry list of great, great players out there that can say, hey, I want to go play with Tom Brady. And uh, I think the key is just keeping the guys that you like and you believe in like an Indomitian Sioux and project forward how he's going to perform with Tom Brady there. So I don't know how much of that we're going to see. Now, look, there's a chance some players will get cut. You know, that happens. Recognizable names get released all the time, and maybe some of those guys will try to make a beeline to Tampa Bay. But there's cash issues, salary cap issues. We have to remember those as we go forward. Chris, I mean, look, I don't know that it really matters. I don't know how quickly you can mash together a team of superstars and have it work anyway. I kind of like the Buccaneers – having the continuity, having the guys they know, having the guys they like, and plugging in a guy that they think is going to elevate the players that they're already comfortable with. Yeah, I think they got to recognize that. You're right. I mean, first off, the team has talent. You know, like we saw last year, they could have been a pain in the butt if Jameis Winston, you know, didn't have a few games where, you know, he cost them wins, and and he was a big reason of why they lost. But I, I do, I think, you know, Tom Brady's kind of the finishing touch, you know, you know, the, the, he's the he's the icing on the t- on on the top of the cake here, as far as kind of just bringing everything together for kind of a young, immature team uh, that doesn't know how to win. 
And hey, the head coach can only lead so much. You need guys like this. But yeah, Mike, I don't expect like big time superstars. I don't think Jadeveon Clowney is going to call down to Tampa and be like, hey, I'll play for $5 million less just to play with Tom Brady. No, he might want to play with Tom Brady, but he's not crazy and he's not going to do that. So yeah, there is only so much money to go around. To me, the signings you might see as we get a little later in free agency is some veterans who might be in that, you know, I can't like AK, like a Ben Watson, who I know retired, but that type of guy in theory, where I'm just saying it's the end of his career. All right. And he's got offers for a few teams and he might take a few hundred thousand dollars less or a million dollars less to say, you know what? I want to enjoy my last year or two of my career. I'm going to go to Tampa Bay and take a shot with Tom Brady and see how it works out. To me, those are the type of guys I could see kind of signing on here later on in free agency. And there's been some fascination about Rob Gronkowski possibly coming out of retirement to join Tom Brady. They have O.J. Howard and Cameron Brake. They don't really need Gronk. And he still continues to be the property contractually of the New England Patriots. He's on their reserve retired list. They'd have to let him go before he could go to Tampa Bay. And uh, who knows? Maybe the Buccaneers would have to give something up to get Gronk if it even comes to that. But there hasn't been any serious talk along those lines. Another thing that Bruce Arians said yesterday, Chris, that caught my attention. He said that the perception that Tom Brady can't throw the deep ball is just wrong. Who has the perception that Tom Brady can't throw the deep ball? Well, yeah, I, you know, I, I understand what he's saying a little bit. You know, I was a big proponent like three, four, five years ago of, man, Tom Brady's one of the worst deep ball throwers in football. You know, that's, you know, what they did that year. That was the year they drafted Jimmy Garoppolo in the second round. You know, because they thought, oh, New England thought, man, maybe it's coming to the end for Tom Brady. They didn't draft Jimmy Garoppolo because they were like, hey, let's let him sit on the bench for the next six years and we'll trade him somewhere. No, they were worried about Brady's play. So they drafted Jimmy Garoppolo because they were worried. And Brady, when I was working there, was one of the worst deep ball throwers in football. And it was something that was constantly being worked on. From an yeah. accuracy standpoint or an arm strength standpoint? Because no, from an accurate his arm strength. No, exactly right. His, his arm strength is top notch. It's underrated as far as where Tom Brady's arm strength is. But, you know, he became such a machine. He's so accurate. He's such a good decision maker. I think he just was a little bit uh, trying to force the issue of the intermediate down the middle to Gronkowski, Edelman over the middle, Wes Welker. And there was just opportunities on the outside to throw the ball down the field, which New England was trying to kind of break them out of that shell, out of that mold to go, hey, force the ball down the field. We can't always get Welker and Edelman over the middle of the field. He's gotten better. And the last few years, he's been much better. And I do think with a guy like Mike Evans, you know, we're talking about Tom Brady. He's a precision passer in a lot of ways, too. He doesn't want to just throw deep balls up all the time. But now when you have a guy like Mike Evans, this is where I go back and I go, whoa, when we might see Brady of like, 2007 with Randy Moss. Evans is a huge guy, huge catch radius, can jump high, can 50-50 balls. That takes pressure off Brady, too, from having to throw pinpoint accurate deep balls. He can just throw it up and go, hey, 6'5", freak of nature, respectfully freak of nature. Tim Evans, go up, beast that guy, catch the ball. And I think with that and seeing his size and physicality and then a Bruce Arians in his ear all the time, like, yeah, the boy Tommy, keep throwing it deep and – yeah, that's great. I think those things will encourage Brady to even get better at throwing the deep ball uh, because of what's around him. Well, I don't know what Tim Evans can do, but I know Mike Evans can go grab the ball oh, if it gets thrown deep <laughs> to him. By. That's all right. But, but, but Tim Evans is so my look. psychologist, Mike, just so you know. It's Tim Evans. All right. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he can catch the deep ball as well. 
So, and, 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 I, and I think you've touched on something here that we need to flesh out a little bit more. This is about Tom Brady not having the weapons in the past that he can trust, that have the catch radius. If you've got a guy where you have to thread the needle 50 yards down the field, you're just not going to throw the ball. And this isn't quite, and you talk about the politics of quarterbacking where you don't want your stat sheet to look ugly because you have a bunch of interceptions on balls where you threw it deep and your receiver can't go catch it, and the other guy does. It's about the trust level that he needs to have in his receivers. And we hear about it all the time. He needs right. to have that degree where he trusts them to make the catch. And if they don't have the downfield skills, he's not going to trust them. He's not going to throw it. I don't think it's an issue of him not being able to. It's an issue of him not having the weapons he feels good about to do it, and he will in Tampa. He will in Tampa. There's no doubt. But, Mike, I agree with you. I think there is a lot of that. There's no doubt about it. You know, throwing a deep ball to a receiver, there's two things that you need there in the trust tree, all right? One, yeah, you want the guy to catch the ball. Two, you got to trust the guy that if you do throw the ball poorly, he'll do a good job to break it up and not let it become an interception. And that is part of being in the trust tree with a great quarterback, too, that, hey, I'll give you a chance on 50-50 balls, but either you catch it or nobody catches it. And if that doesn't happen, then, you know, don't expect me to keep throwing your balls deep down the field. Yeah, it can't be 50-50, you catch it or he catches. It's got to be 50-50, you catch it or no one catches it. And that's exactly. when the chance will be taken. All right, we got to take a break. When we return, a guy who made one of the greatest draft day power plays of all time is trying to make another draft day power play. We'll explain when PFT Live continues right after this. Those nachos were rough on my stomach. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, diarrhea. Try Pepto-Bismol Liquid Caps for fast relief and ultra-coating. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion. Pepto-Bismol Liquid Caps. Use as directed. Attention Walmart shoppers. This is a Jackson Hewitt tax service announcement. Save time and money with Jackson Hewitt and Walmart. For a limited time, you can shop while a skilled Jackson Hewitt tax pro prepares your federal tax return for as little as $48, but no more than $149. Only at Jackson Hewitt and Walmart. Hurry, this offer won't last. Get your coupon code and terms at jacksonhewitt.com. Then stop by one of our Walmart locations for this limited time offer to get your taxes done while you shop for only $149 or less. That's Jackson Hewitt and Walmart. This is Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, and we want to help your house feel more like a home with some of the lowest refinancing rates ever. Rates have dropped so much that many Americans can reduce their rate. You may be able to save money on your monthly mortgage payment right now. The rate today on our 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.23%. Call us at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. When it comes to finding the right color paint for your project, inspiration can strike anywhere. Luckily, the Project Color app from the Home Depot puts the perfect color right at your fingertips. Simply upload any image and then discover the exact paint to match. You can even explore the most popular colors and see how they would look in your space. Download the Project Color app today. Then shop top-rated paint like Bear Marquee Interior Flat, now just $39.98, and start bringing your inspiration to life at the Home Depot. A doers get more done. 36 days. That's how long it takes the average company to find their next hire. Glassdoor only matches you with qualified job candidates, so you can find that perfect new hire in half the resumes. Go to glassdoor.com slash hire. Glassdoor. Find the right fit for your business. 
Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTechStopRex.org, brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Is my kid in the right car seat? I guess she is. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear-facing, forward-facing, I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Well, I finally improved my credit score. What? The band is about to be discovered. Rock gods don't need to worry about credit scores. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, make ridiculous on-tour requests, tragically break up and blame creative differences. Yeah, I'm not banking my retirement on a band that's never left your garage. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews. Actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's Diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. We're not a bunch of know-it-alls, but we do know a lot about a lot. Here's proof. NBC Sports Radio is back. Well, and I, I think that, uh, you know, obviously it makes it easier if the drafts push back. And hopefully we get back in the office, you know, in two weeks when they said I'm out on April 9th or somewhere in that area. Hopefully we're able to get back into to the office by then. You know, really, Alexis, we feel pretty good about where we are. We'd, ha we'd rather have it backed up so we can get all the scouts and everybody in. But if it's limited and we, and we can stay there and they're not going to move the draft, we're in good shape. And I think that, uh, you know, one of the reasons why I think that, uh, you know, with the coaches not going to the combine and them spending the whole week here just on the college side, 
has put us way ahead there because we've got the coaches' rankings already. And so the scouts are already working on next year a little bit to the 2020 summer manual and so 2021 summer manual. And so we, we, uh, we feel like we're in pretty good shape. If, if it moves back, great. We're ready for that. If it doesn't move, then we'll be ready for that too. John Elway with his thoughts to DenverBroncos.com about the possibility of the draft moving. The general manager's subcommittee wants the draft to be delayed. GM Mickey Loomis of the Saints has gone on record with Peter King on the Peter King podcast saying the draft should be delayed. It's four weeks from today, Chris. And look, I don't know how many GMs are going to sign off on this idea that the draft should be delayed. I think there are some who are quietly thinking, go ahead, complain, go ahead, advocate, go ahead, and we're going to be ready to make the picks four weeks from tonight, and we're going to be just fine because we're spending this time adjusting our approach, getting the information we need, and making chicken salad out of a situation that everyone has to deal with in the same way. I don't think it's moving. I don't care how many people come out and say they'd like it to move. I think that the NFL is hell-bent on going forward with the draft, as hell-bent as it was on going forward with free agency last week. And I've just already gotten to the point of acceptance. I'm not even going to argue for pushing it back. And for me, I don't care. I don't have to make the picks. It's up to the teams to figure out how to do it. But I, I am convinced they're going forward with this draft four weeks from tonight, no matter what anyone connected to any of the teams has to say. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems that way. And, I, and, you know, to what you're saying, Mike, selfishly, that I want to see it go on. I mean, yeah, there's not much going on. There's nothing going on in the sports world. Okay, so from that standpoint, I, I just want the entertainment factor. You know, the other thing is I, I kind of want to see these teams and GMs squirm a little bit, all these coaches, and just see how it plays out. But like John Elway, I, I'm not worried about him. I, you know, I know some of those guys that work for him and behind him, the scenes in the front office, they're a very well-prepared group. They've had a really good free agency so far to begin with anyways. And then, you know, also I just think of like, Mike, I mean, I, I don't think we're going to hear anybody in New England complain. I bet you they're ready. Baltimore, Seattle. I can just think of some of the top tier organizations where I just feel like, you know, they're always prepared. And like you said just a minute ago, and or Elway said, you know, I would bet, you know, some of those top tier organizations, they're they're already feel good about where they are for this year. Yeah, they're figuring out order and who they like a little bit more than this guy and that guy. But I bet you a lot of these great organizations are already on to next year to a degree as far as how they feel about those guys. So uh, I don't think it's going to end up being as a big issue as we all think it will be, except for some of the guys that have red flags with personal off the field issues. That's what's going to really drive GMs crazy. Well, and somebody's going to roll the dice on those guys. The question yes. is, how far do they fall? Right. And they may lose a lot of money because they don't have a chance to prove themselves. But you right. made an excellent point, and it's so rare that you make an excellent point. I need to make sure that we emphasize this. You're I such call a the jerk. draft all the time. The <laughs> ultimate reality show about nothing, right? It is a TV show. And, and the fact that the teams are going to be squirming is going to add to it. It's giving the NFL more reason to go forward four weeks from tonight. They Good. You want to complain about the draft? You want to argue it should be pushed back? You want to point out all the reasons why we're going to have a hard time? Keep doing it. It makes the draft more compelling, Chris. Right. Now we're going to have a camera on you in your draft room while you're squirming <laughs> and uncomfortable. And we're really all going to enjoy it. Sounds good to me. I'm all in on it. We'll be right back. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. 
Everybody has an opinion about Tom Brady. I'm Rob Bushka. Many call him the GOAT because he has, well, six rings. Others say can be Joe Montana, who never lost in a Super Bowl. Montana went on record telling USA Today, I still don't understand how New England let him get away. I simply don't understand it. I think they'll regret the decision. Of course, he lived this himself when he was in San Francisco and then finished things out in Kansas City. Brady will wear number 12, previously worn by wide receiver Chris Godwin. The Jets continue to add former Ravens to their roster. They ink inside linebacker Patrick Anwasu to a one-year deal. He had 61 tackles and three sacks last season. The Rams may have to shut down construction of SoFi Stadium as L.A. continues to be in lockdown for most of the businesses. A decision will soon be forthcoming. And baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred said if all goes well, baseball could be back as early as May. This is NBC Sports Radio. For the ones who forge metal and those with nerves of steel. For the ones who burn the midnight oil and the ones who rise with the sun. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry with over 250 local branches and a team of specialists available 24-7 to help you solve any challenge. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-501-3689 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-501-3689 for your free author submission kit. Again, 800-501-3689. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. This is the sound of E. coli splashing around in raw hamburger juice on your cutting board. And it looks like mom just put the tomatoes and onions on there, too. Don't let E. coli mosh with your food. An estimated 3,000 Americans die from a foodborne illness each year. So always separate raw meat from vegetables on two cutting boards. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day. And it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Dad? Son, come home with me. Visit the secret panda village? Sleep like a panda. Eat like a panda. I knew I wasn't eating up to my potential. It's not always easy being a dad, but it's always worth it. Let me teach you how to belly golf. Awesome! Take time to be a dad today. Thanks, Dad. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov to learn more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you, A, get spiritual? Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Commercials, more Florio. See how that works? Let's get back to Pro Football Talk Live. Hockey Week in America continues on NBCSN. Cup clinchers coming up today. Penguins Red Wings 2009 gets it started at 3 p.m. Eastern. Every two hours, another cup clincher all the way through till 9 Eastern when you get to see the Washington Capitals take on the Vegas Golden Knights. That's only on NBCSN coming up later today. All right, next week, it's Football Week in America, which is going to consist, Chris, of some great games from the past. And it's good that we mention that now because we're going to try something new. Now, whenever you try something new, you never know how it's going to go. This is an experimental exercise in taking a trip down memory lane with a guy who is currently in the news, Cam Newton, his tenure with the Carolina Panthers, if you've been asleep all week, it has now ended. And uh, if you've also been asleep for the past couple of years, you have never heard me say that Cam Newton is 2-0 all-time against the New England Patriots. So we're going to go back to 2013 when Cam Newton faced the New England Patriots for the first time and Cam Newton beat the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football, spoiler alert, uh, and we're going to take up the action in the game. We're going to talk about the game as it's unfolding. And we understand there's a radio and podcast out there, uh, audience that's wondering, well, what's going on? Well, we're going to make it as descriptive and informative and as fun as we can. So let's go back to week 11 of the 2013 season, Monday Night Football. Our own Mike Tarico was calling the game. We're going to try our best to show why Tarico is so good at this and uh, we're not. 
first down. The drive started first on the down. 17 yard line, Chris, and it's a little pass to Brandon LaFell. Yeah, and you know, it just shows Cam Newton again here. And we're watching second and six. You know, just the size and the way the ball pops out of his hand is unbelievable. Now, a little accuracy problem there, no doubt about uh, that. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. I like the little fake, the little fake like he's going to run the ball. But man, he's got Steve Smith, but uh, he misses him. He does. He's a hair too late. And, you know, hey, listen, Cam Newton's a, got a phenomenal arm. Has he always been a precision passer? No, he can miss some of those throws. But then he can make throws. You know, and I don't even know what this is going to look like. Third and six, Third and hanging six. in the pocket forever. Oh, scramble to the right. And that's what Cam Newton Cam does Newton's so well. Special. Right. The design he's, he's runs in short that yardage. The design runs in short yardage, but when you get into a spot like this and the pocket is collapsing, he can take off and get the first down on third and six. Take off. And this is where his greatness and all his talent and all the different things he has in his skill set put a pressure on defense. Bill Belichick can't play coverages he wants to play against Cam Newton because he's got to worry about him scrambling and add a QB spy to it and everything like that. First down, simple little run by D'Angelo Williams, a blast from the past. It's amazing how quickly we forget these guys who play for a long time. Once they're gone, it's easy to forget they ever even played. All right, second and nine, Chris. The Panthers down three, driving the ball, clock ticking, Cam Newton doing Cam Newton things. Uh, let's see what he's got here. He drops back. He looks to the right. Little, uh, little D'Angelo Williams. And you know what? This is he stays in bounds. Remember, the the Patriots get the ball back. And if he goes out of bounds there, every second counts. The Patriots would have had more time on their final drive where they almost won the game anyway. Smart move. I don't know that D'Angelo Williams is thinking of this in the moment, but. You score a touchdown on this drive as they do. You want to limit the amount of time the Patriots have. Staying in bounds there, getting the extra couple yards, ends up, I think, paying off for the Panthers later in the game. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. It helped out because, as we're going to see later here on the game, it comes down to the very last second. Look at this, though. Third and two, quarterback design run for Cam Newton. Pulling guard, follow the fullback up the middle. Oh, yeah, don't worry, Cam. Just take on Dante Hightower, who's 270 pounds, and move the pile and go hey. forward. I mean, you got Mike yeah, Tolbert I mean, and, and tight end Greg Olson in the backfield to, to create the path for Cam Newton on that play. Yeah. Well, think about defending it, Mike. I mean, on a third and two, you're worried about short passing game, and now you got to worry about Cam Newton running the ball too. Very tough. And, you know, there's Greg Olson in the flat, one of the all-time great Carolina Panther players, one of the best tight ends we've seen of this generation. The throw was a little high too. Olsen bailed him out and made the catch and converted the first down and got out of bounds. Not that he was trying to, but that stopped the clock. A fresh set of downs. And here's bad Cam. Guys wide open on the crossing pattern underneath. And look at how badly Cam Newton misses the throw, Chris. Yeah, oh, this is this was an issue, especially at this part of his career. Now, I think he's cleaned this part up a little bit as he's gone on. But this is 2013. Yeah, the ball throws it too hard. And it is inaccurate. And then here's a run up the middle by Tolbert. No gain. You're going to have a hard time. I, what I'm getting the kick out of is watching Chandler Jones and Aqib Tlaib on New England, too, which is kind of fun to watch. Yeah, the uh, Panthers now facing a third and seven as the clock continues to wind down toward the two-minute warning. They've got to convert this one. And Cam Newton up. Look, and hey, the, the pass was badly thrown. But watch the replay. Greg Olson sells this holding penalty. And in fact, I think he commits a little holding. Look, look at all Olson's got McCourty wrapped up. Not McCourty's got his hands out like this. And they throw the flag on Devin McCourty and give the Panthers a first down. 
Yeah, that's one where McCourty was in the right position. He might have got his right arm to slow him down. But, yeah, Olsen realized he was in trouble and not going to maybe get open. And he sold it like a, a good veteran tight end should. Mike Tobert again, four-yard gain. Another name that, you know, we knew it very well when he played. But once these guys cycle out, you have to remind yourself, who who was the guy that wore 35 for the Panthers? It was Mike Tobert. All right, second and six. And it's old reliable time for Cam Newton. There's a blitz coming from the uh, upper edge. You see it uh, stepping in, stepping out. Yeah, there's out, Chandler uh, eventually, Jones. Eventually going to snap the ball. And uh, old reliable Greg Olson for another first down. Well, you know, it's it's Carolina and the Cam Newton factor. It just, it even, it handcuffs great coaches like like uh, Bill Belichick. You know, what what do you do with certain some of these plays? You know, he can aggressively push the ball down the field. He'll stand in the pocket. He can scramble. There's the quarterback design runs. You don't see a lot of teams do this to New England late in the game. Yeah, and uh, it's getting later and later in the game. And the Panthers had been abysmal in one-score games since Cam Newton had arrived, 3-14 and 14 going into this one. So, you know, if you're a Panthers fan watching this one wind down, you're just thinking, hey, however it plays out, the Patriots are the Patriots. They're going to win. We're going to lose. And, and I remember watching this game live thinking that. It's like, yeah, okay, Panthers, hey, I'm proud of you. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're giving the Patriots everything you can handle, but uh, we know how this one's going to end, or, or do we? First and 15, the Panthers with a minute and 15 left. Cam Newton buys some time, just moves around a little bit. Oh, that one could have been a disaster, Chris. Look how close that was to getting picked and returned the other way. Yeah, but threw it away, and now it's second and 15, and you're really just thinking like, oh, Carolina – they just got to get a field goal to tie this game. They're not going to get down there and score a touchdown, but he makes a good oh. throw out to the edge to Teddy Ginn and bam touchdown. Yeah. And uh, you know, Ted Ginn, you usually see him catching the ball down the field. That's the short little quick turn up the field. And the next thing you know, the Panthers are up with 59 seconds to play. They get the extra point and it's 24 to 20 and Cam Newton on his way to beating the New England Patriots in his first ever meeting against a team that at that point was on the front end, right? They were still a, a, a year away from winning the Super Bowl again. That, that, that dynasty, that second wave was still kind of percolating, but they were still regarded as a great team, getting to the AFC Championship game every year. And Ted Ginn makes that great play in the dive at the end zone to get the ball across, and the Panthers take the lead. And uh, Cam Newton, ultimately successful drive. Now... New England gets the ball back, and here it is, the final throw. Controversial play, interception in the end zone. There, there's a flag. Remember all this? The flag's thrown. They have the, yes. the, the uh, discussion and controversy, and did Luke Keekley interfere with Rob Gronkowski? And ultimately, uh, that's that, and it's game over, and the Carolina Panthers get uh, out of there with the victory. Look, look at this, though. What do you think, Chris? Well, there's two things that jump out to me. I do think it's pass interference on Keekley. I do. Uh, all right. He, does, he doesn't let him come to the ball. But the other thing I would say is Brady underthrew the ball so much that it almost made it look like it was uncatchable, too. But That's, that's exactly right. It's, it was caught by the other guy. It's, right. it's unca there's no way Gronk's catching that ball because it's so far I, underneath I, where he was. I'll say, I'll say, I remember watching this too. And I was living in Boston at this, at the time here. And I remember at the time thinking, oh, I think Carolina got away with one. But as I watch it here now, you know, I want to sit here and go, that's a good no call. The, the ball was five, six yards behind. And I don't think uh, Gronkowski could have got back to get it either, either way. 
And also, I just feel like it wasn't as much contact as I remembered. Uh, to me, in that situation, yeah, I, I wouldn't have made that call. And I love Brady. Hey, I love Brady cutting Tom, out Tom the Brady, referee give, here. Give it to Cleet Blakeman. Oh, man. <laughs> well, and you know what? Because he's the guy who threw the ball uh, too far short of Rob Gronkowski and made it seem uncatchable. And that was the way that one ended. And I remember seeing that end thinking, holy crap. And at the time, I thought it was a bad call. Now, with the benefit of seven years of time and distance, it, it, yeah, you right. Know, the whole notion, the whole notion. If that if that ball is a little more over the top, then right. you have to throw the flag and stick with it. But it's underneath, it's down low, and uh, it was uncatchable at that point. Gronkowski ran either he ran too deep, or Tom Brady didn't throw it deep enough. But I think it's fair to say that was an uncatchable pass. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, it needed to be more of a ball like we saw Brady throw to Gronkowski in Denver where he just put it in the in the vicinity of a big guy like that. And this and it was reviewed, right? This play tier no, two? No. So, no, you can't be reviewed. Nowadays oh, it is. Oh yeah, reviewed. you're right. You're right. This you're right. year this year it would have been reviewed. It wasn't reviewed in 2013. The discussion on the field was final and binding and that was that. Yeah, but you're right. The more I watch it, uh I, I don't feel strongly that yeah, I think I think Cleet Blakeman made the right decision here. You know, one, two He's throwing in the double coverage, and the, that would be the thing that bothers me more than anything. You don't throw a catchable ball. He made a bad decision in throwing the double coverage, and I don't want to see that get bailed out for a ticky-tack pass interference call on that type of throw into that type of coverage. So, yeah, the more and more I watch it, the more I go, you know what? I, I think the referees did the right thing here. And look at the There's the ref in the back. You can see him throwing the football. But I don't think he saw where the ball was either. That's the thing that jumped on, uh, jumped out oh. to me. He's just looking at the the Gronkowski and Keekley and not really getting any uh, feel for where the ball was thrown. Here's the thing to remember. Once the ball's in the air, it can no longer be yeah. called defensive holding. Clearly, right. Luke Keekley held Rob Gronkowski on that play. But when the ball's in the air, it's either interference or nothing. And if the ball's not catchable, if it's thrown short of where the intended receiver is, uh, then it's not a foul. And, and that's one of the weird things that I think some fans have a hard time getting their brains around. I know I do sometimes because clearly Luke Keekley did something he shouldn't have done. And if he had done it a second earlier, it would have been holding and it would have been, uh, you know, another First play down. five yards closer, right. and then maybe they win the game. But uh, once that ball's in the air, it's not holding anymore. It's interference or nothing, and the notion of the ball being catchable or uncatchable becomes relevant. But, look, it, it, it would have been fascinating if a play like that had happened in 2019 with replay review available for pass interference calls and non-calls because I think that one would have fallen squarely into the magic eight ball category where no one would have known what to expect when the final ruling came, Chris. Yeah, I think that would have been really tough. Uh, it definitely would have been. And poor Al Riveron would have been stuck on, you know, out on a, on a plank once again, uh, stuck to death or life there. But uh, I think the thing that jumps out to me again, more than anything there with that whole play and sequence we saw, it is interesting. It shows you how Cam Newton, you know, he's a, he presents problems to football teams. And even for the greatest coach of all time, he has problems defending Cam Newton because of his vast skill set. And I think those are the things that people miss out on Cam Newton a lot of the times. They look at just the stats and they go, oh, his completion percentage is not great. And he doesn't always, you know, got a great touchdown interception ratio or whatever it may be. Okay, but he brings a lot of other things to the table that just don't go on a stat sheet. 
He simplifies defenses. He opens up a lot of other things for your offense. You can play a style of football where you can control the clock, play defense. That's how they beat New England in those type of ways, uh, both times, really. And, of course, Cam Newton has a clutch factor. I don't care what anybody says. You give Cam Newton the ball at the end of a football game, you know, I know it's not maybe Tom Brady, but it's like, oh, no, you're in deep crap. He's got the ball. He's going to make some plays and some throws and get them over the top more times than not, more times than not. All right, we got to take a quick break. When we return, Chris Sims unveiled his quarterback rankings for the 2020 draft earlier this week. Tua Tonga by Loa was behind three guys. Number three, Jordan Love, the Utah State quarterback. Chris is going to share with you some thoughts on Jordan Love when PFT Live continues right after this. Ugh, those nachos were rough on my stomach. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, diarrhea. Try Pepto-Bismol Liquid Caps for fast relief and ultra-coating. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion. Pepto-Bismol Liquid Caps. Use as directed. Bria's Fashion Boutique is the worst. First, they asked me if I needed help finding anything. Um, Just because I'm gorgeous doesn't mean I need help. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. Then they tell me they're having a sale. Oh, so you're assuming I'm poor. Cool. And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. Also, they tried to give me the friends and family discount. Um, I'm not your friend, so... Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers. Attention, Walmart. <laughs> shoppers. This is a Jackson Hewitt tax service announcement. Save time and money with Jackson Hewitt and Walmart. For a limited time, you can shop while a skilled Jackson Hewitt tax pro prepares your federal tax return for as little as $48, but no more than $149. Only at Jackson Hewitt and Walmart. Hurry, this offer won't last. Get your coupon code and terms at jacksonhewitt.com. Then stop by one of our Walmart locations for this limited time offer to get your taxes done while you shop for only $149 or less. That's Jackson Hewitt and Walmart. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Sponsored by Indeed, used by over 3 million businesses for hiring, where business owners and HR professionals can post job openings with screener questions, then sort, review, and communicate with candidates from an online dashboard. Learn more at Indeed.com slash hire. Sometimes a simple idea can be developed into something big that can change the world. This is Katy Perry. In fourth grade, my music teacher helped me make a vision board. It was a collage that represented all of my hopes and aspirations in music. But what if my teacher didn't have the supplies we needed to make our collages? What if I never got the chance to learn and express my dreams? Unfortunately, that's the reality our teachers face every day. They're forced to spend their own money, sometimes just to keep the classroom running. That's why I'm teaming up again with Staples for Students to donate $1 million to DonorsChoose.org, a charity that helps teachers get what they need to bring learning to life for students. DonorsChoose.org has helped fulfill more than 700,000 classroom projects, benefiting more than 18 million students. It's an idea that's changing the world. It's easy to help. Donate in Staples stores or learn more at StaplesForStudents.org.
Many websites selling medication may look professional and legitimate, but the vast majority of sites selling prescription drugs are doing so illegally. Have you seen websites that don't require a prescription or offer to ship medicine internationally? Then you've seen a rogue website. Often they sell fake meds with too little, too much, or no medicine at all. Criminals use websites to sell counterfeit medications that may contain life-threatening toxins. Dot Pharmacy is a website verification program that helps you identify safe and trustworthy online pharmacies. You know where .com is located in a website address, right? That's where you'll find Dot Pharmacy. And because it's part of a website address, Dot Pharmacy cannot be faked. Think that a seal on a website means safety? Only Dot Pharmacy websites are fraud proof. Purchasing medicine online doesn't have to mean risking your health. Finding a safe online pharmacy is easy. Just look for pharmacy to the right of the dot in website addresses. A public service message from the National Association of Boards of Pharmacy. More than one million wild animals are killed each year, illegally. Poaching is just one of the risks animals face at our hands. I'm Tom Barry, I'm an actor. I grew up in the beautiful rural countryside of Ohio where animals roamed freely in the open forests. I have a deep concern to help preserve those open spaces for our wildlife friends so they can live and thrive like they used to. Destruction of their habitats threaten their very existence. The best way to protect wildlife is to protect the land where they live. The Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust works with private landowners to protect wildlife, to preserve natural habitats, and establish permanent sanctuaries. To learn more, or to work with the Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust. Call 800-729-SAVE. That's 800-729-SAVE. Or visit wildlifelandtrust.org. Thank you. Look at you. You waited for us to come back. Your loyalty will be rewarded in the afterlife. Chris Sims unveiled his quarterback rankings in advance of the 2020 draft earlier this week. Tua Tonga-Vailoa, the surprise at number four. One spot ahead of him, Jordan Love from Utah State. We talked yesterday about why Tonga-Vailoa is four. Let's focus on why Jordan Love is three. What do you see in him that makes you think he's one of the best guys available this year, Chris? Well, all right. So the first thing that has to, you have to talk about is, and this is the big thing is why in 2018 was he so much better than he was in 2019? Well, just like anything, I mean, his coach left him to go become the Texas tech head coach. Their offense fell off greatly in 2019. So the film always isn't as smooth and as nice. And again, I'm going to use my Jared Stidham uh, comparison. You know, Jared Stidham, if he left a year early, he's going to be a first round pick. Goes to, you know, he stays in school one more year. Auburn's team falls apart. And all of a sudden, we blame Jared Stidham for the fact that the right guard can't catch or nobody can get open down the field. And that's just not fair. Jordan loves physical ability. It's superstar ability, Mike. It's a special arm. It really is. And a special arm that, you know, I understand people make comparisons and go, oh, he can do Patrick Mahomes type things. I'm going to say, whoa, let's pump the brakes, slow down. But I understand what they're saying. Mike, he's a guy that, you know, as I watch the film more and more, makes a lot of high-level NFL-type throws and can throw it with ease. People in his face, sidearm 30-yard laser down the right sideline, back shoulder, bam, on the money. You know, deep out routes, throws deep down the field. 
He's got special gifts, special arm. And, you know, I think he sees the field well. Am I a little concerned that he threw a lot of interceptions last last year? Yeah, okay. But as I looked all at most of the interceptions, some were on him. But I think the majority of them go on the Utah State offense. Listen, there's just too many plays where I sit there and go, nobody's open or this is the same four plays I've seen over and over and we're in the third quarter and this is the seventh time they've run this play. So it affected his play. And then, of course, Utah State not being very good. He had to play aggressive at times if they wanted to win football games. And that, with the lack of imagination on offense, leads to some, you know, not great looking film, but it's not Jordan Love. That's where I want people to start realizing that. Listen, I'm not going to give Tua Tango Viola an A-plus grade when I see him throw a swing route to the back two yards behind the line of scrimmage and he runs 70 yards down the field because they designed some great play and go, oh my gosh, he's the only quarterback in football that could do that. No, Jordan Love could have done that too. you know. And that's where I think people get lost in this at times. It's about projecting to the NFL. Love has size, athleticism, can throw the ball in the pocket with people around him, can deliver it from different awkward angles has a big time arm, Mike, and has a great hand to just flick the ball too. So I really see a lot of potential for this kid. And I think a lot of the issues this year were the team and the offense and not Jordan Love. And people need to stop falling into those traps. It's one thing to put him at number three on your list of quarterbacks. It's another thing to find a spot for him in round one. Where do you think he fits? And this gets complicated because you start comparing him with other guys at other positions. But what's a good spot for him to come off the board once they start calling the names? Yeah, well, I, you know, listen, I mean, uh, Miami Dolphins, if they wanted to get out of the number five spot and trade down a little bit, and they felt like Jordan Love might be there at 10 or 12, and he's the guy they like, hey, that's a possibility, you know? Uh, that, that any of the quarterback needy teams, if they don't feel like taking one in the top three or five or anything like that, to me, Jordan Love is a first round quarterback. He is. He has first round traits. He's extremely talented. And, you know, I think he's going to fit in any type of offense, Mike. He can throw on the run. He can throw the ball deep. You know, he really has it all to me. And uh, I think that's the thing that jumps out to me. I, and I know, listen, people keep pushing me on this. Well, Tua, Tua, Tua. I get it. But I watch Tua film, and I don't see any NFL throws. In fact, the, the throws when I want to go, ooh, this is going to be an NFL throw. There's people around him. He doesn't complete them. And I don't want to be mad at Tua there, but I'm just trying to keep it real to the people out there who are going, how could you have Jordan Love in front of Tua? We'll be back at PFT right after this. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.